The Green Hornet. He hunts the biggest of all game, public enemies who try to destroy our America. His faithful Filipino valet Cato, Rit Ree, daring young publisher, matches wits with racketeers and saboteurs. Risking his life, the criminals and enemy spies will feel the weight of the law by the sting of the Green Hornet. Ride with Rit Reed in the thrilling adventure, The Fall Guy. The Green Hornet strikes again. shortage of skilled workers at the West Coast Navy Yards has forced the Navy to move battle-damaged ships to the East Coast Navy Yards for repair. Skilled workers are desperately needed at the West Coast Yards to remove this crucial bottleneck in the war against the Japs. Immediately needed are electricians, machinists, instrument repairmen, sheet metal workers, coppersmiths, pipe fitters, boilermakers, ordnance men, riggers, and helpers. Appointees are guaranteed free transportation to the West Coast and adequate housing at reasonable cost upon arriving for duty. For complete details, see the civil service representative at the local post office or apply at your nearest U.S. Employment Service office. And now, the Green Hornet. City Councilman Gurney's voice rose in heated argument as he spoke for a measure being discussed before the Common Council. Furthermore, gentlemen, it would be an injustice to the people we represent not to put through this measure. <coughs> Building a speedway through to the north end would facilitate the movement of the ever-increasing traffic to that fast-growing community. Besides, it's been shown that a right-of-way for the speedway can readily be obtained without resorting to condemnation proceedings. Mr. Chairman! Mr. Chairman! The chair recognizes Councilman Cole. Proceed, Councilman Cole. Gentlemen, facts and figures of the Highway Planning Commission show that the need is far greater for a speedway to the east side. Their survey shows that there's already ample highway facilities to handle the north end traffic, now, I, for one, feel that the measure introduced by Councilman Gurney should be shelved and the Common Council's attention brought to bear on the more pressing need for an east side superhighway. Here comes Gurney now, Milroy. It's about time. Well, Milroy, didn't expect you to be waiting here. Why are you sitting in my car? Get in, Gurney. 
Well, I still don't understand. Look, Gurney. The news is already out about the beating your highway measure took this afternoon. Milroy, you can't blame me. I fought hard to put through that North End Highway. Sure. But Cole wants you one better. I understand he's even making cracks about the property for the right-of-way of being a little too easy to get. Yes, that's true. But even if he does suspect that we're behind the realty company that has options on that property, he can't prove it. Gurney, if that measure don't go through when they vote tomorrow, Tom and me stand to lose a lot of dough. We cut you in only because we thought you'd shove the thing through. If it weren't for coal, it would go through, too. Well, I've done my best. There isn't anything can be done. Maybe to... there is. First, though, something will have to be done about coal. But what can we do? After all, coal is just... Wait. Listen, Milroy. If you intend to harm coal, I won't shut have up. anything... Whatever happens, you'll keep your mouth shut, see? I hoped you'd come out before Cole did. That's why we sat in your car. Well, what do you mean? Look, Milroy, ain't that Cole coming out now? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's him, all right. Uh, give Tom your car key, Gurney. Hurry up. But why should I? I give said, Tom... give Tom your key. Oh, all right, all right. Here it is. Well, what are you planning to do? You'll find out soon enough. And Tom, get ready to follow Cole when he drives off. I'm ready. Getting into his car there near the entrance of City Hall. He's alone, too. <laughs> That's a break for us. Now, wait. This is my car. I won't let you... Gurney, one yelp out of you and so help me up. I, I'm keeping quiet. You'd better. There he goes, Tom. Okay, Tom, get started. Follow Cole's car. Milroy, if I'd known that you There's were going this There's a lot you don't know about me, Gurney. But one thing you'll find out. When I go out for anything and sink a lot of dough trying to get it, I don't let anything or anybody stand in my way. Cole's turning into River Road, Milroy. Good. There's much traffic along there. Follow him. Okay, there he goes. Now start closing in on him, Tom. Right. We're almost up to him now. You ain't giving us room to pass, so... I'll blow your horn, then step on it and get alongside. This is it. He's pulling over. He won't stop for Keep you. Keep your trap shut. Now hold it steady, Tom. Here it goes. Step on it. Sure, and they just slip out of me hands, Arthur Casey. Uh, reading this morning? Yes. I'll find out if he'll see you, so you might just as well sit down. Huh. And Is that so now? If he's in, he'll see me anytime. I'll go right in. Expert, you have no right to go barging in there. It'll serve you right in. And don't slam that door! Morning, Reed. 
Maybe you don't know it, but you're making a nervous wreck of my secretary. <laughs> oh, Casey's always having the jitters about one thing or another, Reed. <laughs> now that you're in here, what's on your mind? Just this. I got a hunch about who might have killed Cole last evening. Oh. Well, I got to thinking maybe Gurney did the killing. Him and Cole were always having hot arguments in them council meetings, they say. Now, don't jump at conclusions, Axford. Councilman Gurney's not the killer type. Well, of course, I could be wrong. Have the police any lead on the murder? I'm not sure. I'll go along to cops' headquarters and see if I can learn anything this morning. Yes, do that. Well, by the way, you might go to the city hall early this afternoon. I understand they're going to take a vote on that gurney measure for a North End Speedway. Okay, Reed. I'll drop over there later. If anything new turns up on the killing, I'll let you know. Yes, be sure you do. See you later, Axford. Meantime... Councilman Gurney had an early morning visit from Milroy and his partner. Why have you come to my apartment this morning? Haven't you done enough now without take coming... it easy, Gurney. I wanted to talk to you before you went to the council meeting. Now, get this. You've got to reopen the discussion on that speedway measure and have the voting postponed a couple of days. If there were anything new that I could add that might affect the measure, I would. But <laughs> I tell you that... Wait here's your plan, Milroy. You'll get a surprise. Plan? What plan? Listen... Remember that airport measure that came up a few months ago? Yes. We were all against it. Till we learned that the councilman who was its strongest opponent had been bribed to keep it from going through. And after that, public opinion favored the measure and it passed. That's right. Suppose one of the councilmen was known to take a bribe to oppose a North End Speedway measure. Oh, preposterous. That measure's already slated for defeat anyway. Yeah. But if it came out that someone had been bribed... Well, the chances are that public opinion would then force the measure through. <laughs> That's what I thought. But it's nonsense to think that now we look, can... look, Gurney. Suppose the cops were tipped off that your car was seen following Cole's car out of town late yesterday afternoon. Maybe you couldn't stand up under a grilling. You, you wouldn't dare. Well, you'd know <laughs> yourself. And besides... If... I have a swell alibi arranged, Gurney. Have you? Oh, see here. What are you leading up to? Why do you have an alibi ready? <laughs> the guy's scared already, Milroy. He'd sure crack under a grilling. Gurney, if that measure goes through, we all stand to make a lot of dough. Besides that, you'll collect a bonus of $10,000 if you go through with my plan. What is your plan? Just this. This afternoon, you'll get up and say you've changed your mind about that measure. Say you're going to vote against it, see? Vote against it? But what will you let? I'll stop by your bank and put in a few thousand in cash to your account this morning. Then Tom will tip off the DA's office that you took a bribe to change your vote. You get it? But, Milroy... When the news be... breaks, the council will suspend voting on the measure till the facts are cleared. But they'll say I'm guilty. It'll be they'll worth know. a short jail rap on your part to get the measure passed. It's either that or the chance of being indicted for Cole's murder. I take your choice. Why? I have no choice. <laughs> I'll send a small time mouthpiece to the court to defend you. In that case, you'll be sure to be proved guilty, see? And the measure will go through. Milroy's sure smart to think that up. But maybe there's some other way. There's maybe no other can... way, Gurney. You'll go through with it or else. I... All right. I'll do as you say. I'll oppose the measure this afternoon. <laughs> 
Good. I knew you would. Reed, things are really popping this afternoon. Oh, what's happened? Gurney got up at the council meeting and said he decided to oppose our speedway measure. He did? Sure. And on top of that, one of the DA's men walked in and had a warrant to pick Gurney up for bribery. They say he took a bribe only this morning to change his mind about the measure. Oh, but Gurney's been trying to push that measure through. Sure. And now he's against it, though. Sarge says Gurney went right along and he didn't even call for any lawyer. A while ago, a two-bit shyster came in and said he was going to defend Gurney. See. Uh, with a guy like that, he wouldn't have a chance, even if he wasn't guilty. The council put off voting on the measure, and the shyster paid bail to get Gurney out. Seems to me things have moved fast this afternoon. You said it, Reed. And Sarge says Gurney's been as meek as a lamb through it all, too. Well, I guess I'll go back to headquarters and keep posted on what's doing. See you later, Reed. Right. Hmm. Gurney's sudden change is very interesting. And there's something behind his acceptance of a shyster lawyer to defend him. A bit of quick investigation might bring some facts into the open that'll make a good story. Britt Reid put in a call to Cato over the private line. Also, he put Miss Case to work on several details. Later that afternoon... Yes, Miss Case? I have some of that information you wanted, Mr. Reed. I found out that most of the property along the route of the proposed speedway is under option to the Township Realty Corporation. Township Realty Corporation? That's right. It's not listed in the phone book, so I checked with the city hall. It's a new company. Uh, Jack Milroy is listed as president, and Tom Brown as secretary-treasurer. The office address on the corporation papers is given as 2450 River Road. Hmm. Thanks, Miss Case. What, Cato? Gurney, leave home. Take taxi to Milroy Roadhouse this afternoon. I follow. Peek through window. He talked to two men there. One of them, Jack Milroy himself. What then? They, they laugh. Pat Gurney on the back. I not hear conversation. Good work, Cato. Go to the apartment. I'll meet you there shortly. Yes, sir. I go now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Now I'm getting someplace. And a little action by the Green Hornet may help get the story I'm after. We'll continue our Green Hornet adventure in just a moment. Young women, serve your country in time of war and prepare yourself for an interesting and useful career. Join the U.S. Cadet Nurse Corps of the U.S. Public Health Service today. All expense scholarships are still available in a few Michigan schools of nursing. You will continue to receive full scholarship privileges if you are enrolled in the Corps 90 days before the end of the war. Here in Michigan, the address is Michigan Nursing Council for War Service, 51 West Warren Avenue, Detroit 1, Michigan. The address again, Michigan Nursing Council for War Service, 51 West Warren Avenue, Detroit 1, Michigan. And now, back to the Green Hornet.
early that evening, a sleek and powerful car sped through the darkness. The streamlined, super-powered black beauty of the Green Hornet. Why we go to home of Mr. Newton? Newton's the city's most famous criminal lawyer, Cato. I'm going to persuade him to take a case. Gurney case, perhaps? Yes. I've decided Gurney and others connected with him want that case to be lost. If case lost, he go to jail, Mr. Britt. Right. But he'd probably be willing to be the fall guy for extra big stakes, Cato. With Gurney declared guilty of bribery to oppose that speedway, public opinion would force the measure to a favorable vote. And a certain realty company would gain plenty. That's why you go as Green Hornet to see Newton? Yes. Newton could win Gurney's case. After that happens, we'll have another job to do. I'll stop here. Gurney lives just down this block. Philip Newton, well-known criminal lawyer, sat at his desk in the study of his home. He failed to notice the sinister figure which silently entered one of the French windows and moved toward him. Suddenly, Newton looked up. What? Don't make an outcry, Newton. You're the Green Hornet. Why do you come here? I see you don't scare easily, Newton. That's right. Your bravery depends entirely upon that weapon in your hand. Without it, you'd cringe like any other weak criminal. But I do have the weapon. Remember that. I came here because I have a cup... Don't move. (laughs) Good work, Joseph. Hornet, I've been threatened many times, so I'm prepared. When I press a button here on my desk, it's a signal my butler fully understands. So that's it. Exactly. Now, Hornet, you're trapped. Drop that weapon, or my butler will shoot you before you can make a move. For one tense moment, Britt Reed stood facing Philip Newton. Britt realized that any second might bring the shattering impact of a bullet in his back from the butler's gun. Then he spoke in a calm, level tone. Shooting me would mean the end of your career, Newton. I'll call your bluff. Go ahead and tell me how. If I don't leave here unharmed within five minutes, a certain party waiting for me nearby will drop an envelope in the mail to the DA's office. What's in the envelope? Certain undisclosed facts in the Calera case, for one thing. Shall I go on? The Calera case? What could you... Ah. Maybe you're smarter than I thought. If you aren't bluffing. Okay, Newton, I'll give you the facts. If you don't object to your butler hearing. First, the witnesses you brought over from the other... Perhaps we'd better talk privately. Joseph, you may leave. Yes, sir. Very good, sir. Hornet, if you came here for blackmail... Blackmailing has its points. But right now, I'm here for another purpose. Come to the point. Newton, you're going to defend Councilman Gurney and win the case, regardless of how you do it. That cheap little politician has no case. No one doubts that he took that bribe. Don't belittle your client's chances, Newton. See here, you... Gurney isn't my client and never will be. I wouldn't waste my time on anything. Now, listen to me. I guess you forget the dope I have on the Calera case when you bribed witnesses to win. Besides, you could be disbarred for concealing evidence that would have made... Now, wait, Hornet. Let's not break over the past. Uh, What's your proposition? (laughs) This will pay you for any trouble you go to. Cash on the line, huh? Right. Five thousand. 
How do I know you won't come back here with more requests or try to blackmail me after... That's a chance you have to take. But you can be dead certain I'll use the information I have if you don't defend and win the Gurney case. All right. I'll take on the case. If he's willing to have me for counsel. It's up to you to see that he does take you on. You can easily scare that shyster so he'll back out of the case. That's your problem. It may take some finagling, but I'll do my best. I must say, I never thought I'd be giving my services to the notorious Green Hornet. In a short time, Gurney was brought to trial, and public interest gradually mounted as the case progressed. I'm telling you, Casey, Newton sure has a tough case on his hands. I can't for the life of me figure out why he took it. Well, I'm surprised, too, actually, that a big lawyer like Philip Newton would take such a case, but well, I do think he'll win it. Shyster mouthpiece of ours beat it out of town all of a sudden. Gurney shouldn't have let that Newton mughorn in on the case. And there's something funny going on. Yeah, either Gurney's given the double cross or he got cold feet. Ah, don't worry. Looks like Newton is going to lose the case anyway. The way things went today. surprised to me that he was acquitted. Well, Philip Newton's a very fine lawyer, Axford. I understand he worked hard to prove Gurney's innocence. Sure, but for the life of me, I'm still wondering why he took such a case. Did you interview Gurney after his release? That I did, but he didn't give out with much information. Did he say how he'd vote tomorrow on that speedway measure? I understand they're going to bring it up. I asked him about that. He said he wasn't going to cast any vote at all. Golly, he's jittery. Jittery? Sure. When I asked him if he had any idea who might have bumped off Councilman Cole, he flared up at me like I'll get out. Why do you ask me that, he says. How should I know who killed Cole? I tried to quiet him down a bit, but he told me to get out and stay out. Man alive, you'd have thought I was accusing him of the killing the way he acted. Was that so? Well, I suppose he's been through a great deal lately. It's enough to make a man jumpy. Sure, but he didn't have to be that jumpy to my way of thinking. I'll go to the council meeting tomorrow and see what happens, Reed. All right. Though I'll expect they'll vote against that measure now that Gurney's been acquitted of graft charges. Uh, see you later, Reed. So Bye, Axford. Hmm. Axford's given me a thought that might lead to something. I'll find out tonight. Leaving the office, Britt Reed went to his apartment where Cato, his faithful Filipino valet, and the only person knowing his identity as the Green Hornet was waiting. You say Axford give you thought that might disclose killer of Councilman Cole, Mr. Britt? Yes, Cato. From what he told me, I'm inclined to think Gurney knows something about Cole's death. You think maybe visit by Green Hornet tonight get information from Gurney? Well, that remains to be seen, but it's worth a try. Well, come on. We'll take the Black Beauty. Meanwhile, Councilman Gurney was pacing the floor in his library, thinking of past events and of the Cole murder in which he'd been forced to take part. Why did I get mixed up with Milroy and this bunch? They've got me in so deep, there's no telling where to lead to. You seem worried, Gurney. What the... You must be the Green Hornet. Good guessing. Why did you come here? Maybe to do a little blackmailing for murder. Milroy put you up to this. Oh. You're bluffing. 
I don't know anything. Then call my bluff, Gurney. A note dropped to the police connecting you with Cole's killing might bring on an investigation you wouldn't like. I, I don't know anything, I tell you. And anyway, I don't have any money to give you. No doubt you know where you can get some. Ten thousand will do. I tell you, I can't. Think it over, Gurney. I'll come back at midnight. That'll give you plenty of time to get the dough. No, I tell you, wait. It won't do you any good to come back. It... Oh, he's found out. I've got to see Milroy. He'll know what to do. He's got to do something. Half hour later, Milroy and his henchman, Tom, were going through a tin box which had been taken from the safe and placed on the desk in Milroy's office. It's about time to ditch Gurney, Tom. He's no further use to us. I'll get him to sign this stock back to us somehow, and then we'll... Who the... Look, the Green Hornet! Sneak the door open. Don't move, you mugs. Okay, you've got us covered. So what? Paul, we're going to make a deal. I give you a tip, and you pay off. What's he mean, Milroy? I don't know. Yet. But I do know the Hornet's nobody's fool. Well, thanks for the kind words. But it's dough I came for, Milroy. Yeah? How do I know the tip's worth anything? It might save you from a murder rap. Jack, did you hear that? Shut up. Here's some dough, Hornet. Five thousand bucks. I'd give with a tip and it better be good. Well, thanks. This'll sort of even things up. Oh, yes. A tip. Suppose I were to tell you Gurney's on the way to the police to make a confession. Hey, he'll tell him we bumped off coal. Shut up, you dope. So Gurney's going to spill the beans, huh? I knew we should have... Milroy, I came out here to warn you... Gurney! The Hornet tricked us. Get him, Tom. Use your rod. Oh, my leg! The Hornet ducked. You clipped Gurney. You can take this killer. Yes. You won't get me with that, Hornet. I still got my rod. Maybe this tin box on the desk will help. Spoiled your aim. Now you can have this, too. No. No, take it. No, no, no. No, no, I can't. Get away from me. I've heard I can't walk. You're lucky you're still alive, Gurney. Don't use that. Don't use that gun on me. The police are coming. I gave them a tip to come out here. And you'd better tell them everything, Gurney, before Milroy and his pal get a chance to talk and put all the blame yes. on you. Yes, I'll tell them everything. So long, sucker. Reed! Reed! Wake up! Oh, What's the idea of waking me up so late? I have no more privacy right Reed, here. I got a scoop for the Sentinel. Gurney was mixed up with Jack Miroy and his gang, and they confessed to killing Cole. No. Sure. And wait till you hear all the details. You see, Gurney and Milroy were in on a deal. Now, look, Axford. You got the story, and that's fine. And I'll read all the details in the Sentinel in the morning. I'm sleepy. Suffering snakes, watch a guy. If the Green Hornet himself, and I'm here to say he was mixed up in things too... Well, if that harness himself stood here beside the bed, I don't believe you'd bat an eye. That I don't read. Well, if the Green Hornet were standing there beside my bed, Axford, I assure you I wouldn't be lying here. You can bet on that. Thank you.
war is not over. More waves are needed by the United States Navy at once. These women are needed now to help speed the day of final victory. Remember the waves share the same benefits as the men in service and are promoted in the same manner as the men. If you are between 20 and 36 years of age, in good health and have no dependents under 18, you are eligible to join those women already doing a great job for the Navy, the waves. Go to your Navy recruiting station now and ask about it. Get the free booklet, The Story of You in Navy Blue. Be sure to listen to the Green Hornet next week at this same time. These copyrighted dramas originate in the studios of WXYZ Detroit. All characters, names, places, and incidents are fictitious. Bob Hall speaking. This is the Michigan Radio Network.